Sri Vishnu Sahasranam, name 822, Sarvato Mukha. Sarvataha. Sarvato means from all directions, from all sides, everywhere. And Mukha is a common word. It means mouth or face or, in a broader sense, an opening, a hole. <clears throat> Parashrabhata takes this name or he gives the understanding that he, Vishnu, Narayana, can be approached by many paths. There are many ways to go to him. It's not stereotyped. Of course, there are specific methods, but there are, yeah, there's Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaranam, there are various methods of approaching him. Right there, there are, there are nine methods. Hearing, Shravanam, hearing, Kirtanam. Shravanam, Parikshit is the exemplar. Kirtanam, Shukdev Goswami, Vyasaki, uh, remembering Prahlad. So in this way, there are specific examples given. But we hear in the Bhagavatam and in, in the history of Vaishnavas that different devotees, uh, it's not that they did exactly the same thing and got the... Uh, uh, but in many ways devotees approached. We have in the Nectar of Devotion, Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, uh, the narration of one devotee who by meditating on f offering food to the Lord, he went to Vaikuntha. He, he was very poor, but he was able to offer all kinds of opulent food stuff to the Lord every day in his mind. And it was real in as much as Lord Vishnu was accepting it. Uh, so by by serving the Lord opulently in which in a manner in which non-believers would say it's just imagination, but it was real because he really felt for it and the Supreme Lord accepted his devotion. So bhaktyamamabhijanati, only by Pure devotion can Krishna be approached. So that seems to be opposite to what is being stated here. But the point is that pure devotion can be expressed in so many ways. And actually every living being has their own individual, personal relationship with Krishna. And no one person is exactly like the other. And that's because Krishna enjoys all varieties of devotion offered to him by his various devotees. Uh, so Krishna enjoys the variety. Not that we can imagine some method to approach him, uh, <clears throat> but the, the, of course we have to follow the rules of Shastra, but the key is sincerity. <clears throat> Yena kenapi prakarena dvaya vakta tom kevalam madhya yaiva dayaya. As long as what chanting the name of the Lord, 
as long as one surrenders with sincerity, or one chants with sincerity, the Supreme Lord will be very happy to protect that person. Or even if someone is not fully sincere, simply by chanting the holy names, uh, the Supreme Lord, he takes notice. Of course, He's not forced to accept devotion which isn't sincere. And it's, that's never recommended to try to approach the Supreme Lord without full sincerity. But somehow or other, if we somehow chant the holy names, that will be to our benefit. Even though we, uh, we in our preaching of Krishna consciousness and our practice of Krishna consciousness, we decry chanting for material benefit. We decry the chanting of uh, impersonalists in particular. Uh, and even we'll say that, that, that it's not really chanting at all. But still, somehow or other, if one is chanting, that will help. But it might take a very long time if we're not chanting with sincerity. Mm. Uh, but the key is surrender and sincerity. And if we do that, there may be so many different personalities um, in the commentary commentary on the uh, Ramayana. It's, it's the, one of the commentators stated that even if Ravana after doing so many terrible things, if he had come in full sincerity and surrendered at the lotus feet of Lord Rama, as so many of his well-wishers entreated him to do, but he didn't agree, and so his well-wishers had to go and die on his behalf, uh, with, well, Vibhishana didn't, because he went and joined the party of Rama, and Mandodari didn't, but... Kumbhakarna, he was another who told him, "Look, why don't this is nonsense? You just, just forget it." And you, and Sita told him, Maya Sita told him, but he wouldn't. But if even after so many atrocities, if he had surrendered at the feet of Lord Rama, then Rama would have accepted him. Artovaya <clears throat> divadripta. Parisham Sharanagataha Ari Pranan Parityaja Rakshitavya Kritatnana. When Vibhishana came to surrender to Lord Ram, uh, Ram told Sugriva, who said, he's a, he's a Rakshas, you can't trust him, you don't take him. But Ram told him, no, it, it's my duty, I have to. He's come to me to surrender anyone, even if. They come out of uh, material need or whatever. If they come to me, uh, even if I have to give up my own life, I'll protect them. That is my vow. Because Kshatriya speaks like that. That is the vow of a Kshatriya. When a Kshatriya vows to give protection, that means he's willing to give his life, if necessary, to protect. Mm. Uh, so we can, sitting in Atlanta, we can chant the holy names and go to Krishna. Or even just residing in Vrindavan, even if we don't do anything else, if we 
each sleep made in defense. Not recommended, but uh, you can go back to Godhead. Of course, we're not the controllers. I, I heard one story of one man, he went to retire in Rindavan, and he thought, I'll just live in Rindavan, I don't need to do anything else, and I'll, I'll, I'll get liberation. Then as he was, he was getting very old and sick, and his relatives came and said, took him away, took him, stuck him in a hospital out, outside Vrindavan, and he died like that. But still he got the benefit of living in Vrindavan for some time. <laughs> the thing is, we can't cheat Krishna also. Uh, even karma and jnana in the Varnashram system, if we're following, there's some touch of Krishna consciousness in karma kanda, offering yagyas, so the yagya party is Vishnu. At least there's consciousness of Vishnu. Even, uh, even I was in Thailand for some time, and although the official religion and yeah, every pretty much everyone, the vast majority of the population identifies themselves as Buddhists, but they also worship Hindu gods, including Pakistana which is the Thai way of saying Pa means Sri and Kesana means Krishna. <laughs> Kesana Pain means Indra. Pama means Brahma, so like this. They, so they also have some... Oh, and Ram is very big. Palam is very big. And they have their own Thai Ramayana. So they, 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 they have a touch of Krishna consciousness, Krishna Bhakti, it's, it's there in the culture. Uh, so that's all for their benefit. They don't have any proper understanding of how to approach Krishna or Rama. But some touch, if Krishna is there, somehow that's for everyone's great benefit. And of course, pure devotional service stands unique and supreme above simply somehow or other coming in touch with Krishna. And this movement that uh, we, we as followers of Srila Prabhupada, we're only meant for preaching pure Krishna consciousness because we're not interested very much. Well, yes, to some extent, giving people some idea so they can make a start. But the same people who can make a start, they can also go back to Godhead in this life. So why not tell them? It's all well and good to give people a start, but how many times are we going to make a start? There's like, we hear devotees say, well, maybe in the next lifetime. And how many lifetimes are you going to say, maybe in the next lifetime? How long does it go on like that? And, and we don't know if we, what kind of opportunity we're going to get in future. Now is the time, in Lord Chaitanya's Sankirtan movement, now is the time when we have the opportunity to go, to go very easily back to Godhead. We, we might take it very easily and very cheaply, but in, in other ages it's not going to be so easy. We hear descriptions in, in Shastra that, uh, what is that? Sudurlabha prashantatma, kotishvapi mahamane, narayana parayana. Narayana parasarve nakutaschena bibhyati svargapa vaga narakeshva apitulya. That's another one, getting mixed up here. But the, the devotees of Narayana are very rare, and we think, well, there are so many. 
There's so many, but if you go in other ages and other planets, it's not very common. So you might, might get born in some heavenly planet and waste lots of time dancing around and drinking soma ras and just basically wasting your time and uh, get born in Satya Yuga. It's very hard to go back to as much, even though people, uh, their consciousness is much better in many ways, but uh, you don't get the same opportunity as you get in Kali Yuga. Therefore, Kaling Sabhajyantyarya Gunagya Sarabhagina Yatra Sankirtanana Eva Sarva Swarto Bhilabhyate. The Kali Yuga is worshipable. People who are actually intelligent, they think that Kali Yuga is very good because simply by Sankirtan you can get everything. Whereas in other ages, it's, it, it, you make one little mistake in your practice of chanting mantras and the whole thing goes all wrong. And also in the Sankirtan process, it's the, the emphasis, especially in the movement of Lord Chaitanya, the emphasis is right there on the essence of love of Krishna. It's, it's spelled out right in the beginning. So we're very, very fortunate. This uh, Saravato Mukha, he can be approached in various ways. This is not the same as Jato Mat Toto Pot of the, uh, the, the teachings of Ramakrishna, as he's called. That's not the same. The idea that you, whatever you think, whatever you do, you get the same result. All paths lead to the same goal. It's not the same. But it just emphasized that the Supreme Lord himself is multifaceted. He's willing to accept devotion offered by different devotees with different personalities at different levels. He's willing to accept. But that doesn't mean that we can worship different demigods, and it's all the same. This Jotomot uh, Totopot idea is has caused so much damage and so much. It, it dis, it's a, a one line destroyer of all Vedic philosophy. <laughs> which all the different all the different schools of Vedic philosophy are in discussion and having polemics to show which is the right path and then it's all solved. Why should we, and that's the whole idea, why should we discuss and why should we argue? Just whatever you do, it's okay. But that by such a statement it makes seem seem that the that there is no absolute truth because it's it's subjective, it's up to the individual. And then you hear people say, well, my truth, my truth. But what do you mean, you your truth? You're not the arbiter of truth. That's nonsense. <laughs> truth is not dependent on what we think. That's such a problem in trying to uh, convince people of... That, that even there is a that there even there is an absolute truth, because people think, oh, there's so many paths, and you just, I, what is best for me? I'm on the right path for me. But the right path is the right path for everyone to understand. We're all eternal servants of Krishna. Unless we understand that, we're we're not going where we should be going, or we're we going in a very roundabout way. So this should not be misunderstood as 
Joto mot tato pot. The best philosophy comes out of India and the worst philosophy also. <laughs> then uh, a more, we could say, literal understanding in Shankaracharya's explanation of this name, Sarvatomukha. He who has faces on all sides. His face is everywhere. Uh, I quoted that in the in the speaking on the last name. Sarvagya, all knowing. How is he all knowing? Because he sees everything from inside, from outside. He hears everything. He touches everything, tastes everything, because he is Sarvatah Parnipadam Tat Sarvatokshi Shiro Mukam. Here we have Sarvatokshi Shiro Mukam. So same thing. Sarvatomokaha. Sarvata. Every Akshi. His eyes are everywhere. His heads are everywhere. His faces are everywhere. Sarvata Shuti Maloke Sarvamavritishti. So his his hands are everywhere. His legs are everywhere. His eyes are everywhere. His heads are everywhere. His faces are everywhere. His hearing is every. His ears everywhere. He covers everything. So we are afraid of mass surveillance. It's already going on. We we become afraid. There's some there's some cameras watching us and microphones hearing us. There are no secrets. It's very dangerous. Mass surveillance. It's already going on. And it's even in, even without having a chip implanted in your brain, it's going on there too because the Supreme Lord knows all our thoughts. He sees everything. Inside, outside. Krishna is andantarasta paramanu chayantarastam. He's inside everything. So he sees everything from inside. He is conscious. Abhigya, that's one of the first words in Srimad Bhagavatam describing the qualities of the Supreme Lord. He's conscious. He's the supreme conscious. We're all conscious. We're jivas. By definition, living means consciousness, but we have limited consciousness. But he has, con he's conscious of everything. He's aware of everything. Ishvara sarva bhutanam He's in the, the heart of, of every living being. In this regard, I'm going to read from a talk that Srila Prabhupada gave on February the 12th 1974, in Vrindavan, Srila Prabhupada said, <clears throat> yeah, he quoted this, Ishvara Sarva Bhutanam Hridesha Juna Chishtati. Then Srila Prabhupada continued, He knows everything, even within your heart, what you're thinking, what you are planning. It cannot be concealed to Krishna. This is our foolishness, that we are doing something concealing. You can conceal from my eyes or another friend's eyes, but you cannot conceal from the eyes of Krishna. He is Upadrashtanumanta. 
Upadrashta means he's the secondary seer. He, he sees and he gives permission for things to go on. That is explained, Srila Prabhupada says. That is explained in Bhagavad Gita. Upadrashta, he is always seeing what you are doing. You cannot play tricks with Krishna. That is not possible. Hmm. Then again Prabhupada quoted. Ishvara Sarvabhutanam Hridesha Juna Chishtati. So, Srila Prabhupada said, those who are anxious to become Krishna conscious, sincere devotee of Krishna, they should not try to play tricks. Krishna will know everything. Ah. <laughs> His faces are everywhere, in all directions. How many directions are there? Ten, well, if we, yeah, ten direct, but how many, yeah, ten, we're generally saying that there are unlimited directions, actually, but we say that the cardinal points are four, and then there are the in between them, and then there's up and down, so that gives us ten, but actually there are unlimited directions. How many dimensions are there? Generally, we say that in space there are three dimensions, right? And then in some efforts to solve the problems of quantum physics, they posit 11 dimensions, although they... You know that string theory? Although what those dimensions constitute, it's inconceivable, because we can only conceive of three dimensions in space, and time is considered another dimension. And uh, also, th thought can be considered one, one, one dimension. Ulangita Trivida Sima, this comes in Yamunacharya's Stotra Ratna, that Krishna is belong beyond the three limitations. Trividha Sima, so that is uh, space, time, and thought. So Krishna is beyond all of them. So even if we posit multi-dimensions, Krishna's there. We can't, even, we can't even imagine what those other imagined dimensions might be, because after all, string theory is just, although some people swear by it, but it's just a theory. <laughs> and it's, uh, you can't test it, or there's no way to test, because it in, mathematically, you can invoke other dimensions, but what are they and how they exist? But even if we posit other dimensions, Krishna is not going to be outside of that. He's multidimensional. Everywhere, wherever you go, you can't get away from him. You can run away. <laughs> can run away, maybe, you know, you're, uh, you have to pay alimony, so run to the other side of the world. And <laughs> for instance, you might want to do that. Or, or the, an invading army is coming, so run away. Uh, but you, can, we can't get away from our own mind, from our karma, and we can't get away from Krishna. So best thing is to surrender to Krishna. Then he'll be there to protect us. The, the good side of that is that he'll be there 
protect us wherever we are. If if we take it that it's a burden, that Krishna is everywhere, oh, I can't avoid him, you'll see all the bad things that I'm doing. That's how the sinful person might think, or someone who's trying to avoid Krishna. But the, the good side of that, for, for one who is a devotee, think that wherever I go, whatever I do, Krishna is there to protect me. So we, we need not take it as, a, as another. Uh, we need not take it in a, uh, in a bad way. Uh, <clears throat> even if we forget him. If we sincerely approach him, he won't forget us. And even if, we, even if we're not approaching him, he's always there ready to accept us. Another uh, understanding of the name Sarvatomoka, from all sides, devotees are singing his glories. And why does he have faces everywhere? So he can, because devotees from all over the universe are singing his glories. So he's, he's listening to every one of them. When we're chanting Hare Krishna, Krishna is listening. He may say, well, they're doing a kirtan in L.A. also. So he must be over there. They have more devotees. They're doing, they're doing bigger kirtan there. So he's probably over there and not here. <laughs> but he's everywhere. So he's listening very happily to the devotees in Los Angeles chanting. And he's listening very happily here also. Uh, he can manifest more heads to listen. He likes to listen. To his, he's, you could say that's egoistic. If we start to praise someone, if we say someone's name and start to praise them, then we start to listen. If someone's falling asleep in class, you just mention their name. You don't have to say it loudly and they'll automatically they'll wake up because we like to hear our, what are they saying? Is it good or is it bad? Or just we become very interested. So that propensity comes from Krishna. He likes to hear his name. So we can please him by chanting his name. You can say, well, that's very egoistic. Yeah, he's God. He can be as egoistic as he likes. <laughs> we can't tell him, you shouldn't be egoistic. <laughs> that's for us. He's got the biggest ego of all. He likes to be praised. But he is worthy of praise. <clears throat> And by praising him, he becomes very pleased and he gives all benedictions to us. So this, that he's listening to all his devotees, praising him, and he also hears the non-devotees, what they have to say about him. So this, that he's Sarvato Mokha. Uh, he's listening to the praise of all his devotees on all sides. A similar explanation is given by a Gorya Vaishnav commentator on Vishnu Sahasranam, Sri Baladev Vidyabhushan. And of course, this name, Sarvatomukha, <coughs> reminds, reminds us of other names from Vishnu Sahasranam, such as Sarvadrik, he sees everything, Sarvadarshana, which, yeah, all these names have various meanings, but uh, again, sees, uh, means seeing everything. So, we may think we're very intelligent, we know so much, we're very experienced. I've traveled all over the world, I've seen so many things. 
How much have we seen? Uh, Krishna, even someone who's traveled very widely, in all his life, he doesn't see even a fraction of what Krishna sees at every moment. <laughs> because Krishna at every moment sees everything. We, we may think, yes, uh, very knowledge, he knows so much and seen so much, but whatever it is, it's got to be an infinitesimal fraction of what Krishna sees and knows. Uh, <coughs> so if we say, yes, now I'm old and wise, I've seen the world. Yeah, maybe, but not like Krishna. Uh, no one sees like Krishna. I, Krishna sees the every atom. He sees. Have you seen that uh, dung beetle? Right, he's rolling a little ball of dung in in the mud and making it a bigger ball. Krishna sees every little dung beetle rolling his ball of dung. <laughs> Yesterday, as we coming out of the house, we saw an earthworm struggling on the pavement. Yes, the now it's very dry, there's not been much rain, so it's not a good season for earthworms. Krishna sees, we may see some insignificant little earthworm, but Krishna sees, Krishna knows the sufferings and the struggles of every living being. From, from outside and inside, he knows the, the rivers, the oceans, the fish, the mountains, the sky, the birds, inside the mountains inside the atoms we may be very eager to see what is there to see in the universe let us go and see and we can see it from 8,400,000 types of eyes different kinds of perspectives and we may th or we may think yeah i've seen the world i've seen it all nothing can surprise me I sometimes think that myself, and then something surprises me. <laughs> Krishna's seen it all. But Krishna, he's very fresh also. He's, he, uh, even though he's seen everything, he doesn't become bored. We never see Krishna looking bored. He's, he's always excited at the prospect of meeting Srimati Radharani. So even though Krishna has seen everything, done everything, been there, done that, but the qualities of Radharani are so enchanting. Madana Mohan Mohini is so enchanting that even he, you'd think he's bored, but she keeps him enlivened all the time because her qualities are always fresh and uh, her glories are always expanding. So, uh, <coughs> she's the original Shakti of Krishna. And without that, he'd just be uninterested. So, she keeps the whole universe, and all the universe is running on by her, her attraction for Krishna. Otherwise, Krishna might just lie down on an Andeshashan, sleep, <laughs> And nothing much would be going on. <laughs> he might he might hold his breath for a very long time. He's a supreme yogi, Yogeshwar, hold his breath and then the universes won't come out. But he's enlivened at the prospect of 
being with Radharani. And that's another reason why he sees on all sides. He's looking everywhere. Where is Radha? Where is Radha? He's looking. Where is she? He wants to see her. That's some uh, ideas about the name Sarvato Mukha. Does anyone have any question or comment on this name? Sarvato Mukha. He has faces and sees everywhere. Yeah, you want to ask something? And then we can go on. There are some questions about the morning topics, midday topics. Yeah, please give the mic. Marge, um, in the famous Nursima prayer. Ito nushingha, parato nushingha. Yato yato yami, tato nushimha. Yeah, again. He's here. He's there. Everywhere I go, he's there. So better surrender to him, otherwise you get ripped to pieces by him. Nushingham adim sharanang prabhade. Better surrender to him. Take shelter of him. Yeah. So it's Ugram Vira Mahavishnu. Ugram Vira Mahavishnu Jolantam Yeah, that name comes up again there in the description of Nushingha. Does that mean that he's. He's, he's situated everywhere, but his... Nushinga is everywhere, yeah. But when the, these names of Lord Vishnu, many of them are generic. If we say Vangshivadana, that name is specific to Krishna, uh, the holder of the flute. If we say Nrishimha, that's specific to the half-man, half-lion form of the Lord. But many of the names are generic. Sarvatomukha, Vishnu in his... If we say that Varaha Dev is in every atom, that's quite true. Rishingha is in every atom, it's quite true. If we, s- <coughs> yeah, but but some names, yeah, some names are specific to specific forms of the Lord, and uh, some are generic for all the forms. So yeah, Nrishimha, that in the famous. Uh, that's also called Maha Mantra. Nrsinga Maha Mantra. Ugram Vira Maha Vishnu Jalantam Sarvatomokam. Hiranyakashipu can't escape. <laughs> then, any other points raised on this particular topic? <coughs> 